This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris as I was uh, preparing for this podcast, I had to go look up this uh, Bible verse that I wanted to start with. It's not a preachy verse. I'm going to I'm going to uh, read to you here. It's a very interesting story that kind of ties, not kind of, directly ties in with what I want to talk about today. But anyway, as, as I was looking up the verse, because I don't have these verses memorized like some of you great Christian uh, Bible warriors know, you know, chapter and verse. Um I may know one or two, but uh, I don't know many. But as I was preparing, um, so I have to go look it up is my point about all that. But as I was preparing for this, I thought to myself, would you trust somebody in terms of their spiritual, religious comments who had never read the Bible? How would you do that? I guess, uh, believer or not, like this is, for example, why you don't hear me uh, talk about uh, Muslim. I've never read the Quran. People say, well, it's a religion of violence. It's this and that. And they cite different things. And I mean, you could you could pull excerpts out of the Bible and create a, a, a similar deception potentially. And I don't know if it's this. Maybe it is a, a violent religion. I don't know because I never read it. So I don't form an opinion about it, if you know what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Buddhism, I really don't know anything about it. I know a little bit about Judaism. I know about Catholicism. Uh, you know, I know a little bit about other things, but not enough to make a point. But would you trust somebody making comments? I bet you it happens all the time, especially on uh, social media. You know, people see they, they're quoting a verse uh, because it's something that you know sounds nice, and really no idea what they're talking about. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just felt the need to get that off my chest. I guess you could say. This is from uh, Matthew eight. Verses 28 to 34, New American Standard Bible Translation, all right? Uh, just hear me out a second. The translation and, and the, the verses context is, um, well, the context, of course, is important, but it, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. But I want to give it to you in case, you know, you're a real Bible person, you want to go look it up and dispute what I have to say here, which frequently happens. And it's great. I love it. Let me read it to you. G-man, uh, G, G-man. Jesus sends demons into pigs. Now, this is the kind of thing that um, non-believers, I guess you would say, non-Christians, uh, Jesus sends demons into pigs. What kind of lunacy is this? It's a really a bizarre story. It's one of the, um, one of, one of the uh, um, um, what do you call it, the miracles that Jesus performed. When he came to the other side into the country of the uh, Gadarenes, I think is how you say it, two demon-possessed men confronted him as they were coming out of the tombs. They were so extremely violent that no one could pass by that way. And they cried out, saying, What business do you have with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment, torment us before the time? Now there was a herd of many pigs feeding at a distance from them. And the demons begged him, saying, If you're going to cast us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. And they came out and went into the pigs. And behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. 
And the herdsmen ran away and went into the city and reported everything, including what had happened to the demon-possessed men. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. And when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. So, freaky stuff, right? Freaky stuff. I remember reading this, because I have read the Bible, in case you were wondering. Uh, I've read it cover to cover. I've read it chronologically. I've broken it down, and I've actually studied it. I don't consider myself any kind of biblical expert. You hear me talk. But I just want to tell you that I have read it. It doesn't make me right. It just means that I've at least taken the time to do that. And so I understand the context of this. And I want to relate it to what's going on today. You hear me saying this, that this is biblical. I'm not kidding. And I'm not the only one saying it. There's people that have read the Bible. And they're saying, let me tell you what's going on here. And not many people are listening. You know, it's demons possessed people. This is goofy. Is it really? Is it really that hard to believe that people would act like this? Look at this transgender nonsense. I've titled this Demons and Lies. That's what I want to focus on today. That and how our government uh, leadership has been bought and paid for cash. There's no debt on that, by the way. You'd be happy to know. Oh, yeah, it's done. That's why I say it's done. It's already done. I want to, um, and I'm going to lead up to uh, four big stories I want to get into. I know you've been hearing about them, uh, but I want to make sure that you're getting uh, at least what I perceive to be the truth about these matters. One is going to be this uh, whole Hunter Biden story with, uh, you know, him getting off pretty much scot-free, at least that appears to be the case. I want to um, tie that in with uh, how our military has been wildly compromised. People aren't talking about that. Uh, how, uh, basically, the swamp is, is bought and paid for by big corporations uh, focused only on profits. That's all they care about. Um, I think even they realize that it, it, it's just um, it can't go on, and partly why you see things getting goofy. This unrest within, because the people within these organizations, like, this, isn't, this isn't right. I want to talk about Durham and Russiagate. It's amazing that the truth is finally coming out. Not that I didn't report on it four or five years ago. Yes, I did. Um, nobody wanted to listen. The greatest work I ever did on this podcast, connecting the dots of this false Russiagate. Durham got paid a few million bucks to do his work. You know what I got? Ignored. Uh, but I'm going to fill in the blanks for you. It's, it is good to see the truth coming out. I'll say that. The third story I want to talk about is this Trump indictment, because there's a piece of this. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think is going on in this story, and it's fascinating. It's not at all what you think. It's not at all what you're being led to believe. All part of the show, as best I can tell. Story number four that came up here uh, very unexpectedly on my end is this Wagner Group uprising in Russia. Are you hearing any of this? I'm going to give you the truth on that. And then I'm going to tell you what the CEO of Goya Foods had to say about the current spiritual state of this country. It's not my focus, but I just want you to think about that. As I talk about the demons and the uh, the deception, people confused on a mass scale. Do you think we're seeing any of that today? I saw this. <laughs> nice little reminder. Uh, this story just came out, I want to say Boston or something like that, 
first transgender elected official uh, arrested on child pornography charges. Did you see that? What a weirdo. How does this guy get elected? Because there's this weird, morbid fascination with these demons. You see what I'm saying? Like a herd of pigs. Is that harsh to say it like that? Hmm. Well, maybe you ought to see the story that's being buried the same time. Maybe it was in this goofball's district. I don't know. They arrested a group of of, um, adult drug addicts, uh, cross-dressers, who had children in the apartment with drugs and, and sex toys and paraphernalia. You don't think that there's demons among us? What did Jesus say about the children? Why was it why was it necessary for him to say it? Because people were harming the children. And look at what's going on today. I've said to you, and, and I get flack for it, that this whole transgender thing is a mental illness. I think many, uh, and I don't say this lightly, most of the homosexual people that I know are suffering with mental health issues. I'm not saying we shouldn't be compassionate in all these cases. I just don't view uh, pretending that uh, a man is a woman to be compassionate. And I certainly don't view uh, castrating and deforming children as being compassionate in any way, shape, or form. It's like giving a, a suicidal person a gun. Why would you do that? So first transgender elected official arrested on child pornography. First transgender army officer arrested for selling military secrets to the Russians. And the first non-binary government official, Biden's, uh, what was he, uh, nuke secretary or something, arrested for stealing luggage from airports. Remember that? Nothing to see here. Demons and lies everywhere you look. Then there's this little story. Barely a blip on the behind of the government uh, media machine. Kentucky governor, um, state Democrats turn over $200,000 in illegal campaign contributions from another state. Now, this is an article from the Daily Caller, so of course pointing out the shenanigans going on in the Democrat Party. But don't think for a second that Republicans aren't doing the same. Same kind of shenaniganry. But I want you to think about the evil nature of this little deceptive tactic. Democrats are going to take money, say, from big wealthy New York, and go down to Kentucky and use it to mess with the good Christian people down there. Think about that. You're not allowed to talk like that. You're going to take money from these non-Christian areas and pump it into elections of Christian people to tell them how messed up Christianity is. And you're going to tell me that we don't have demons among us. Midwest teachers hold a conference on how to subversively and quietly uh, conform to, to trans kids and make sure they have what they need against parents' wishes sneaking around like little demons. I saw a video chanting. Now, this stuff, the the, the video was this. It was a a, a pride parade, and they were saying, the chant was, we're queer, we're here, and we're coming for your children. And this is the demons getting people riled up. Right? You hear that. It becomes newsworthy. You know, because if, if they were quiet, if they were singing hymnals, you know, la, 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 just happy and queer. That wouldn't be newsworthy. they put it on there. Oh, look what they're saying, you see. 
Well, it certainly does get people riled up. Demons and lies, demons and lies. New York Post, one of the few credible papers available. New York City is no place for small business if it's not the uh, brazen criminals and brutal taxes, it's the near impossible to navigate red tape and predatory lawyers. Why do I bring this up? When you attack small business, not enough that our, our children are under attack, our institutions are under attack, our, our health care system under attack, uh, but our businesses, small businesses, which is the backbone of this, this country, it's one of the things that made this country great, this, this wide breadth of small businesses, well-run in a very competitive environment. Small business owners busting their butts to get ahead. And, and it's being destroyed. Demons and lies, demons and lies. I want to share this with you right up from uh, Newt Gingrich. He said that the prospect of former president being indicted in four different jurisdictions New York City, Atlanta, Miami, and uh, District of Columbia, by Democrat prosecutors is a spectacle of enormous danger to the future of democracy? No, that's not what Newt Gingrich says. He says to the future of the American Republic. This action by Democrat prosecutors is a spectacle of enormous danger to the future of the American Republic. Very similar, I'm going to talk about this Wagner Group story, very similar to what Putin was telling his people today. The American system is facing a real crisis, he says. This process of, of a former president by Democrat prosecutors in multiple jurisdictions. Colleen McLeod captures the danger of politics degenerating into violence imprisonment and retaliation in her brilliant series of novels about Caesar and the end of the Roman Republic. Caesar crosses the Rubicon with his army and finishes the collapse of the Republic because he knows if he returns to Rome without his troops, he will be put into jail by his enemies. Think about Trump. I've thought if, he, if a push came to shove, he'd just leave. He'd be virtually exiled. Listen to this history. Theodore White captured the dilemma of trying to preserve the Republic while trying to remain free in his remarkable small book, Caesar at the Rubicon. In White's version, Caesar keeps sending emissaries to negotiate his freedom without war, and they get decisively turned down. In the end, Caesar realizes he can surrender and die, or he can fight. Calista and I visit the Rubicon at the site where Caesar crossed. It's a stunning reminder that constitutions are hard to create, Challenging to maintain and easy to destroy. Mark Levin recently captured the meaning of the legal assault on President Trump. He said President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets gets its way, he will die in federal prison. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule, and they have passed They have used the Department of Justice and FBI to get what they want. I'm going to go into this in detail today. i got a big show for you here. To understand how serious the threat of the potential collapse of civilian constitutional processes has become, read President Trump's speech at Edmonds through the night he was indicted in Miami. 
I'm not going to go into that right now. Uh, you want to see evidence of, of what can happen? Look at uh, Haiti. Look at what's happening in Haiti. You, is anybody aware of it? Probably not. They would put. I want to talk about the whole Trump story. We'll go into that in detail when I get to it. Uh, there was this write-up, the myth of the deadly COVID virus strain. And this is where Trump is going to get called to question, but we all remember the lies. Yeah, there was a virus, all right, where it came from, how it got here. I think we're pretty clear on that at this point, too. How much damage will be done? It was like a double whammy done in concert. You had the Chinese government release it, and then our government doubled down with the poisonous vaccines. <clears throat> and they want to they want to continue to say, you know, the, the science deniers and the threat to our democracy, and act like nobody knows what's really going on, but we do. Everybody does. It was a giant fugazi. Mask up! Mask up. And people believe in arguing about this crap. Myself questioning, do these masks do any? Why, why do healthcare professionals wear them then? I have the link here for this um, transgender state rep. Let me get the facts here. I said Boston, and I don't know if that was correct. New Hampshire state representative. First uh, transgender identifying state lawmaker was arrested by police this week and charged for allegedly distributing child pornography. Stacy Marie Lawton, a Democrat who previously resigned twice from the New Hampshire State House, is now facing four counts of distributing sexually explicit messages. How does this get elected? How does that happen? Tell me there's not a problem with our election system. Uh... Dan Crenshaw squawking. Let me move this story down. Yeah, I'm going to put this in a different spot. I have a couple things out of order here. Um, excuse me. Excuse me for my uh, poor planning here. I talked about this. Why is it so rare to hear about Western cyber attacks? Uh, did I talk about this in the in the cyber uh, war? Uh, podcast I did in Russia, uh, I believe it was some kind of a laboratory or something like that. They uh, all, there was like a weird ping on all their phones at the same time. They suspected something. They identified this software that basically uh, takes complete control of the phone without you knowing it. Uh, this is very dangerous, especially when you talk about this um, this political uh, warfare, right? Political prisoners. You remember the story a while back when there was a bunch of people on a plane and somebody airdropped a, the photo of a gun to a bunch of people on the plane and freaked everybody out? In India, there was a story of some clerics who they get involved politically, and some of these clerics had uh, pornographic images placed on their phones. You realize the problems that this can create? Crazy, wild problems. Guess who it turned out put that software on those Russian phones? The NSA. You don't think if they're doing it on to uh, in foreign countries that they're not doing it here? I believe they are. Uh, U.S. honeybees suffer second deadliest season on record. This is according to the Guardian. Uh, I want to say to you, this is a big lie. How do they even know? U.S. honeybee hives staggered through the second highest death rate on record of beekeepers, losing nearly half of their managed colonies. But using costly and Herculean measures to create new colonies, beekeepers are somehow keeping afloat. Bunch of garbage. All what? Feeding a narrative. More lies. Uh, Listen to this. 
a Delaware city set to give corporations the right to vote in elections. Do you have any idea how much mayhem, how much more power do they want to give to corporations? They own the media, they own the politicians, uh, they own the regulatory process. Now you want to just just put the corporations in charge. Now, by the way, <laughs> I, I should do a podcast on this. As a matter of fact, I think I will. I want to suggest that there is the possibility of a, uh, a different government model. Let me move this properly. We're going to do that as a separate podcast. See, I, I know this isn't running as smooth. I was watching Tucker Carlson's video. Boy, beautiful work. He really is a very talented uh, orator. Uh, but he sits there and, and you know reads off a teleprompter for 15 minutes of content that's been very well refined and polished down to the cadence and phrasing of it. Very well done, too. Um, I'm not, I'm not um, you know, arguing that. This is not what I do here. I'm not reading off a teleprompter. I look at the stories and I talk to you about it naturally. Anyway, sometimes when I do that, I want to move this. Move to, there we go. Done. I'm going to do a separate podcast on my uh, my theory of government as a private corporation. I think it has merit, and I'll do it, I'll do it on a separate day, though. Um, here's the last thing I want to mention, and then we're going to get into these big stories. No, no, one, two things. Uh, the censoring of Representative Adam Schiff over his lies in the Trump uh, um, Russiagate uh, situation. And so you have lies uh, and demons, right? You should have heard the hissing and carrying on on the House floor after the vote. Of course, Republicans played it up. You know, they were chanting their support. Uh, for Adam Schiff for supporting his lies, just got caught lying, gets censored, and and the 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 little demons that are currently in our Congress, you should <laughs> just the same way that they responded to Jesus. Get out of here with your truthfulness. We hate Trump. <laughs> demons and lies everywhere you turn. You don't believe me? This is the most disgusting freaking story I ever heard in my life. I'd shoot this guy my damn self. Ohio father, Chad Duerman, 32 years old. I'm going to tell you right now, I'd be the firing squad. No problem at all with this guy. Line him up. I'll sight in the rifle. No problem. 32-year-old man killed his three boys in front of their sisters and mother. The one boy injured, ran out of the house into a field, And this son of a bitch ran out there and grabbed him and drug him back into the house and shot him dead. What kind of evil, vile pig does something like that? Evil everywhere you turn that a parent would do something like that. He planned this for months. I first saw this has to be some kind of drug-fueled rage. You look at the photo of this man, and you will see a man who is demon-possessed, I kid you not. And maybe it's not scientific, but you explain it to me then. I don't get it. Demons and lies. They're freaking me out. I made a comment on the podcast the other day that our buddy Dan, I was surprised, I didn't even really remember saying it until Dan brought it up. I said, I feel like I don't belong here. And Dan thought I meant in this country, which I did, but I also even mean on this planet. It doesn't feel right to me. Parents killing their children, broad support for lies and deception, and, and, and all supported by hatred. 
It's not how I was raised. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not, I can't participate. I can't be that. I can't even really process it. Let me break down these uh, big stories. I'm actually going to do something I never do, which is take a little break, which is just a little pause. But I need a little drink, and then we're going to get into these big stories. I'll be right back. See that? Back in a flash. You barely even knew I was gone, did you? And I'm all worked back up again. All full of energy. Got my voice back. Thanks to a little uh, carbonated, uh, sugar-free monster. I know, I know. People say, you shouldn't drink that. Not sure why people say that. I don't think it's uh, as bad for you as uh, what you'd think, the non-sugar version here. But either way, I'm not going to be drinking it anymore. I think about it, I got about a case left, and the price has basically doubled and just doesn't fit in my wheelhouse anymore. So anyway, it feels good for now. Got myself recharged, went outside, did a little stretch, made myself big, worked my heart rate up a little bit, got my energy up. Some fresh air, rain here. We got like two inches of rain last night. Was I telling you about the little rain garden that I built up front? I think I did. Well, guess what? It got tested last night. And guess what? It worked perfectly. Worked perfectly. Although the gutters overflowed. This doggone, I got a tree I got to get down out front. Big, beautiful oak. And I'll just say, I'm going to take all the heat on this when I take this thing. My friends have already, people are going to stop talking to me. Like this tree, it's a, it's not a, uh, a charter oak, but it has that same kind of look, even a little taller. <clears throat> Very uh, stately, stately tree. It really is. And it's beautiful. I love the tree. Uh, and it really um, bookmarks the, the uh, that corner of the house very nicely. I hate to take it down, but don't blame me. Blame the moron who planted it 10 feet from the house. This thing's like a, probably at least a 30-inch oak at the base. It's a big tree. Hanging right over the house. And luckily, the prevailing winds generally go the other way, but it is dangerous. And uh, the bigger problem is it destroys everything under it. The cars, the decks, the gutters. I got a little bit of water in the basement, not much. And that was because the back gutter overflow, which is on the other side of the house. But this thing's over, you know, overhangs the whole house. Anyway, we're going to get that tree down here. Uh, I'm going to probably wait a little bit closer to the end of the summer just so I can have the shade for a couple more months before I get the replace. I'm going to replace it with probably uh, four to five new size appropriate trees properly spaced from the doggone house. So anyway, I'm working on all that. In the meantime, I got this river rock down to deal with the gutter, and I was just super happy, super happy. No erosion, no mulch blowouts, the uh, environment cared for, bushes watered, the birds are happy. I see them flying around eating all the worms. We have so many birds here. It's crazy. Anyway, it's good. The morning glories I planted, they, it's amazing. They've made it like in one week, they've made it like a, like a whole step in the, uh, in the uh, what do you call the, the thing they climb? The, uh, I just made it out of bamboo. What's the word I'm looking at? The, the lattice, whatever that thing is. They've made it like a whole level up this thing. It's crazy. It's cool. It's really cool. Anyway, let's get back to the topics at hand. Um, demons and lies is the is my topic for today, my thought of the day, if you will. And tying that back to the biblical stories of, uh, of, of Jesus and how he healed people and the miracles that he performed. And you read these bizarre stories and... And, and I can't believe how we're living it in the same way today. 
freaky to me. It really is. Anyway, there's four big stories that I know you've heard about because everybody's heard about it at this point, but I wanted to just make sure that you got my take on this. And, you know, some of it's probably going to be uh, what you're hearing from other people as well. There's a lot of agreement on this. But there's some details that I don't think that everybody is picking up that I want to share with you. There's four stories that I want to go through. Huge, I think. Uh, each of these really is is probably historic, at least on some level. At least on some level. The first story is this uh, issue of the Hunter Biden and that uh, he had a plea deal to resolve his tax issues with the IRS. They would say it like that. Now, if he was a rapper, they'd be saying uh, uh, tax and gun crimes, right, is how they would do that. We would have heard about the charges, the trial, and we would have seen a um, a photo, you know, the booking photo and all this and images from the courtroom. In the case of Hunter Biden, he turns up like the very next night, like two nights ago. He's at a dinner at the White House with, you know, whatever dignitaries there. It's really unbelievable. And, and then you've got the, the White House spokespeople. Going, what, do, what do you mean, two-tier justice system? Garland comes out. This is so, the lies, the lies, the lies from the demons. Let, let me play it for you. Let me just pull it. You're going to hear it for yourself. Why well, you want to take my word for it? Where's the uh, clip here? Let's get it going here. I didn't, uh, it's very sloppy of me here. Republicans in Congress have flirted with the idea of holding the FBI director in contempt. Um, it's become a talking point. On- so she's asking uh, about Republicans wanting to hold the FBI director, Chris Ray in contempt because he won't release information because he says it's an ongoing investigation. They've played this Biden, this Hunter Biden thing. They, they said, no, 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 it's still under investigation. The Republicans, just let the investigations play out. Isn't that Republicans um, always saying that? Trail, um, the alleged corruption and so she's saying, look, there's this alleged corruption being pointed out by, you know, uh, sitting uh, representatives uh, there, Garland. You know, what do you have to say about this? Do the American people have cause to be concerned about the integrity of the components of this Justice Department? And what do you have to say about how they're acting? So it's a very legitimate question. Actually, decent reporting, you could say. Should the American people be concerned about the integrity of these institutions? Listen to what he says. He's not going to tell you, I stand before you in in my good name. I will attest to these organizations are not perfect, but we blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. That's not what he's going to do. Listen to what he says. We understand that some have chosen to attack the integrity of the Justice Department as components and its employees by claiming that we do not treat like... No, they didn't. Nobody ever attacked their employees. They're attacking you, you dishonest prick. ...cases alike. Uh, this constitutes an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy. Listen to his crackling voice at the demon. Democracy ah! ah! and essential to the safety of the American people. Your safety, maybe. Nothing could be further from the truth. You've already said many times that we make our cases based on the facts and the law. These are not just words. These are what we live by. They are the foundation of the way we make these decisions. How ridiculous. 
to sit there and lie like that. The whole world is laughing, absolutely laughing. Listen to this one. This is, uh, oh, oh, what have I done? I really should do more to get this teed up, you know. I'm in the wrong spot here. Come on, here we go. So this is uh, uh, Jean-Claude Pierre, the little uh, White House Obama troll. Uh, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision-making of why uh, the president decided to. I, I'm just not going to get into He's asking why was Hunter at this dinner? To family discussion, personal family discussion. As you know, Hunter is his son. I'm just not going to get into it. So this is, a, this is a tactical. As you know, Hunter's his son. We all agree on that, right? Right? His son is his son. It's a distraction. Yeah, we know he's his son. And that's what the whole reason why it's important. Because he got preferential treatment. If Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son, would he have invited someone who had <laughs> just reached a plea agreement with federal prosecutors? Well, co- a couple of things. Again, that's his son. It's a, He's a family member. It is not uncommon for family members to attend. Uh, so it's just a nonsense answer is is what you get there. Um, and then John Kirby, this is hilarious. House Ways and Means Committee yesterday released documents, their authenticity nowhere challenge. Uh, that included a July 2017 WhatsApp message sent by Hunter Biden. I, I'm assuming that if you're listening to this, hopefully you've heard about this WhatsApp message. He's going to read it here. you got to hear this. To Henry Zhao, a Chinese communist. Listen to the contents of this message. Think about... The um, what they tried to pin on Trump with the quid pro quo in Ukraine and the contents of that compared to this party official, which stated in its entirety, and I quote, this is the WhatsApp message sent from by Hunter Biden This is all released on the laptop. I pushed the links of this out the laptop. It's disturbing. Listen to this text message sent by Hunter Biden to somebody in China. I am sitting here with my father. And we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father, unquote. So just a couple of questions about this. First, does this not undermine uh, the president's claim during the 2020 campaign and the reaffirmations of that claim by his two press secretaries since then that he never once discussed his son's overseas business dealings with him? No, and I'm not going to comment further on this. We're gonna- no, I'm not going to comment. James, James, let me just let me save you some. Let me save. Let me save. Let me save you some breath if you're going to ask about. Let me save you some breath. You will never hear. About this, I am not addressing. I don't know more than I'd like you to have. I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Lies and demons, my friends. Lies and demons. The depth of this lie campaign on this whole Hunter Biden lapse. You've heard all. This. <clears throat> you've heard all this. It's amazing. They had to remember the the fifty intel, senior intelligence officials debunk the Hunter Biden laptop scam, but it was all true, and now we know. And now, when confronted, these same vile demons are. They, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to do it. Hey, we caught you lying. What do you have to say? Nothing. 
Why have you come to torment me before it's time? We're living through the same stinking thing. And I know you know this already by now, too. The Navy knew four or five days prior that the submarine in the Atlantic had already been blown to smithereens. Not only did they withhold that information so that the story would continue to quiet the Hunter Biden story, you know when they're blowing up on some crazy story like that, that that it's a distraction. And people are even questioning the the validity of whether the whole thing's even true or not. And and then it's, oh, these wackos are going to say this this didn't happen. I haven't seen any footage or anything of anything to to, to possibly uh, verify any of this. And the way they've lied about it, it's all very apparent to me. I wouldn't be surprised at all that the incident never occurred at all. Never occurred at all. Um, Where's that link here? Uh, U.S. military shat. Oh, no, that's not it. It was the, um, oh, Crenshaw. Outcome of Titan Sub would be different if leadership uh, had just acted sooner, right? Did they allow it to happen? Was it, you know, I don't know. Crenshaw's barking up the road. Biden was sitting there laughing. <laughs> they weren't acting because they knew that the thing was already gone. There was some other story. Some other country or something like that had uh, some type of equipment they were begging, they were offering, the Navy was saying no. No, don't bother because they knew. Yeah, they're not going to need it. But Biden, and, and the, you know, who knows if he can even put this on Biden, but the machine hunkered down. And not only did they cover that up, but then they came out with this knock. They, they've heard sounds of knocking near the wreck. Oh, put that out there in the news. Even though they knew it to be a complete lie. All just grand efforts, very clearly, to everybody right now. All grand efforts just to cover up the truth. Now, there's been a lot that's come out, a lot of conversation on this whole uh, Hunter Biden uh, issue with the guns and the and the taxes, but it really misses the point. Uh, Biden saying that every gun owner should be required to have the same requirements held to him. It was just like a week ago that Biden was out saying that. Meanwhile, his son isn't held to the same standard. But there's people out there who would say, oh, so what? These Republican, all the things that Trump has done, the tax evasion, the lies, Right? And so what? Hunter Dryden has a little drug problem. Half the country's stoned anyway. Who cares? Nobody cares. Well, you should care. They're directly profiting from the war in Ukraine. Why? You know when the parties come together that it's people that are getting screwed. It's not a joke. It's a waste of our money and destructive to the lives of the people in Ukraine, potentially igniting a, a World War III, which many people around the world are seeing as, as deliberate attempts by the United States government to ignite a, a World War III and possibly a nuclear war. Not demons. Lies and demons everywhere. They take money from, from the enemies of the people that they represent. There's Hunter Biden. This is the real issue with this. Oh, well, Trumps are taking money from the Saudis and better with the Saudis and the, and the Russians and this and that. Prove that any of this had any national security bearing at all. At all. The Russia and China connections with the Democrats, uh, and probably many Republicans, frankly, has 
been wildly damaging to our military to the point that we're in no condition to fight any kind of a conventional war, which in my opinion only serves to push us closer to nuclear war. Because where there's no other solution, it then becomes the only solution. You look at what's going on with Russia today, the exposure of the Russiagate scandal, which I'm going to get to in a minute, all those lies that the Russians were helping Trump. Listen to this. Former head of Russia's uranium company made four hidden donations to the Clinton Foundation totaling $2.5 million. Huh, nothing to see here. I remember when this happened, Bill Clinton, $500,000 speech in Moscow, paid for by a Kremlin-backed bank. Speaking fees, you've heard me talk about it. I don't remember any uh, talk about Donald Trump. We now know the, the, the completely debunked lie dossier. What they say that he was, had prostitutes urinating on his chest or something like that. Bill Clinton, we know, got $500,000. But somehow people, they, they, they don't see this. Lies and demons everywhere. The FBI has uncovered evidence that the Russian nuclear industry officials engaged in bribery, kickbacks, extortion, and money laundering. The Clinton Foundation received $145 million from foreign investors involved in the uranium deal. FBI agents have an eyewitness and documents to support the most explosive parts of the Uranium One story. Clinton megadonor Frank Holmes lied about selling Uranium One before Clinton approved the Russian transfer. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Basically equipping Russia, pushing now pushing them into a nuclear war. And this report, I'm not going to go through all this. I just want to mention it here, tied to the damage that's being done. U.S. military shackled to China because of rare earth minerals. Um, basically saying that, the, you know, with the gear and things like that, that, uh, that there's no way that the military could operate with, without this, this stuff from China. And I would probably say that if we got into a war with China and they stopped supplying us, there would be massive problems all over the place. All over the place. Time Magazine published this article, 100 Most Influential Companies. The first one is Ghani. They're measuring these companies by their uh, ESG scores. Look at this clothing from Ghani. It's laughable. This is the most influential company. Look at what's going on here, this, this era of tyranny that we're living in. That China is basically controlling our military, or certainly has a large influence over it. That uh, through uh, um, uh, corruption, that our uranium stockpiles have now armed Russia. That's you know, and, and you want to trust Russia? You going to trust Putin? Uh, I want to. I kind of do, but I don't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't trust the Russians. I don't. I don't uh, trust Putin. But who knows? I certainly don't trust our government either. My point is this. It's not just the, the bribery. And I've said this to you. Do you think about the, the, that BlackRock video that came out? Did you see that? Where they interviewed the, the BlackRock representative saying that they buy senators for $10,000, undercover video. Did you see that came out? And, and then the, the quickly the machine came out to debunk it. Ah, they don't BlackRock doesn't buy Bolotel for $10,000. It costs a lot. I mean, uh, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen it in front of my very eyes. Local politicians uh, bought for $500,000. It's really unbelievable. 
Really unbelievable. I was thinking of something else. You know, of all the political people that I know, not, none of them are nice. You know, I asked myself, all this bribery and kickbacks and shenanigans. And political people are not nice people. They really aren't. Um, which kind of goes back to my uh, idea of a, of a government, uh, private government, uh, government services. I'll get to that in another podcast, like I said. But my point is this. Uh, the corruption is causing real damage. Right now, it seems to be mostly limited to U- Ukraine. I was looking at some, some photos of the whole uh, situation. It's, it's very disheartening. I think a lot of it is, um, you know, played up or whatever. You know, these areas that they're fighting in, it's kind of like weird areas. They're not fighting in Kiev, right? Why not? Like, why hasn't Russia attacked Kiev? What's this weird hands-off kind of thing there? Why would they uh, continue to do that? I don't know. For some reason, uh, Russia has shown an awful lot of restraint. Is that China? As long as it's profitable. See, they get too carried away. It's not profitable anymore. They don't want it to end. They just want this constant conflict. Um, My point is they're getting paid. They're profiting on people killing themselves. We get right down to it. Second story I wanted to mention is this Durham Russiagate story. If you recall, the Durham report came out with little to no fanfare. It was a big or so we thought until Republicans brought him in and had him testify on camera. And boy, did he have a lot to say. And he made it pretty clear exactly what I said a few years ago with just a simple bit of research. And it's very frustrating to me. That my work is now proven to be 100% true. And I did it at a time. I had no investigative department then or now. Uh, I didn't have some special access. Just a little bit of research and connecting the dots as I often do. I researched names. I looked through laws. I looked through budgets. And certain things have to be disclosed. And I said to you exactly what was going on. It was, it was a, a fake paid for. It was clearly fake. Clearly fake. Now, that was all con- – back then, that was a conspiracy theorist. What do you mean it was fake? I said it looked like a third grader could have created it. I kid you not. I'll go back and play it for you if you want. On its face, prima facie fake. That's my conclusion on it and now proven to be correct. Back then, it was, ah, it's a conspiracy. What do you mean? What do you mean the FBI is making this up, Chris? Huh? What kind of conspiracy theory? What kind of conspiracy theory? How stupid could you be to look at that document and think that there was any authenticity to it? I don't get it. Eat John McCain. I don't know. I don't know. A document showed up on my doorstep and I looked. I thought, ooh. I turned it over to the FBI and heard nothing more about it. I'm thinking, bull. <laughs> I would have looked at it and thought, this looks really phony. And then you're going to tell me you turn over a document like that to the FBI and they're like, oh, thank you very much. Well, you don't have any questions? How did I get it? Who left it here? We'll take care of that. Thank you. It was all pre-programmed, all part of the script. Poorly done, if nothing else. A big lie. Big lie. There was a whole impeachment, an effort to take out the democratically elected president of the United States. Who committed insurrection? Political insurrection? Well, it was an armed insurrection. 
It's political insurrection. What's the difference for the American people? I don't know. Combine that with now that we know that the laptop story was real, that the federal government got involved in the politics to squash that story while they're attacking a political opponent, trying to put him in jail. Listen back to what that, that text message run for Hunter Biden. Do these sound like good, decent people to you? I know, he's on TV, the little old man bouncing around and falling. <laughs> he's not a nice person. Not a nice person, he's not a good person. Demons and lies everywhere you turn. Some of them have a pretty face. Some of them sound good. Some of them are very, very convincing. Demons and lies everywhere you look. So, the Trump indictment. Let me give you my breakdown on this, all right? I've got a unique perspective on this. Time will tell if I'm correct. Maybe, maybe not. I believe that Trump purposely incited these charges. He's, I thought to myself, what? He's on tape, and he's talking about a document, and plainly says, I didn't declassify it. He sucked the deal. You know, and the other thing is, I'm thinking, Trump is not so stupid. He's like, brazen. Listen to this guy talk. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe we should listen to how they all talk. Was it with Hunter Biden's text? Did that sound very nice to you? Don't you cross me. Trump wasn't saying anything like that. Anyway, Trump comes out uh, in an interview with Brett Baer last week. And he says, um, and he's talking about the case, right? So just back up a second. The whole thing, just like the dossier, looks plainly fake to me. Not even remotely convincing, based on one simple observation. uh, And that is that... um, the trial is set so quickly. You can't even get through discovery that quickly. You know, every day there's, oh, uncovering new evidence. More charges may be filed. Get the hell out of here. This is not how these trials go. They could take years. How is it that Hunter Biden took five years, came down to a plea deal, still under investigation? Trump, boom, investigated, charged, trial in two months. Come on. It's not how the system works. I believe that Trump is a party to this. I believe that he knows how to play the theater, that he knows that they're not going to give him any press, that the only press he's going to get is going to be in a negative light. So he plays into it. He says, yeah, and he he sets this trap for the DOJ. He sets a trap. And he comes out on Brett Baer, and he says, "Uh, the document, it was bunk. No such document exists that they're talking about. He's going to greatly um, um, make this very difficult to prosecute, if not impossible. You know, if, if I sit here and I say, um, I robbed a bank at gunpoint and I put a gun to the teller's head and blah, 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 blah. But I never did any such thing because I didn't, by the way, in case you need to know. Um, but the mere act of me saying that, you're convicted of it as if it happened? I, I don't think so, my friends. <laughs> I don't think so. So, uh, you know, who's involved? Maybe all the parties are, quite frankly. I don't know. You know, the, the, as far as the media goes, all I've seen in the news all week was a submarine and Trump, basically. Been the gist of it. A little bit of Hunter Biden sprinkled in there. Seems that uh, certainly the sloppiness there is um, 
not very welcome to the machine. They don't like being conf- the little demons. They don't like their lies exposed. And Biden's gotten too sloppy. And just to show you how efficiently the little demons and liars work, Fox News puts out Obama. Not Trump. They won't put Trump out there, but they put Obama out there saying that how biased it is, all this coverage of the submarine, but no coverage of a migrant vessel that went down and killed 50 people, or the, the injustice of that. Oh, we, we got a real problem in this country when you're going to put out a fake news story to cover up your political crimes and you can't even come up with a, a story that, that meets the ESG requirements. Come on, Joe. That's what they're really angry with them. You know? If, they could, if Biden would have came up with a renegade story that uh, an LGBTQIA cubed a group, stole a rocket, went to the moon, and planted the rainbow flag, that would have kept the attack, would have fit. Obama would have been proud of that one. I'll just say that was a, a brilliant move by Uncle Joe, planting the rainbow flag on the moon. Who would have thunk? Not one person talking about Hunter Biden anymore. The little demons and liars. <laughs> little Obama, he saw he saw Brother Joe. He's angry. He's angry and upset. But he's <laughs> the real injustice here. And Fox News puts it out. Fox News. It won't put Trump out there. It won't expose the truth. Just double down on the lies. We got caught lying. What do we do? <laughs> what should we tell them? What should we tell them to distract them from the lies? Quick, a balloon. A balloon. No, we used that last month. How about a submarine? Go the other direction. All right, submarine. I think the, the rainbow flag on the moon is, is definitely a good one for the next cover-up. I should I should be able, I mean, I should contact the White House with this. I think it would, it, would, it would better your political goals while meeting your equity and diversionary uh, scale requirements if you, if you were to pull a political stunt like putting a rainbow flag on the moon. How about... Uh, Painting the rainbow flag on the on the side of like a, a aircraft carrier. There you go. That would get everybody riled up. That would be something to talk about. That'd be going for like a week or two, probably. Anyway, I think the whole Trump indictment story is um, plainly fake, and Trump's playing along. I could be wrong. Do I think that they would put him in jail? You know, at this point, <laughs> I really don't know what to think anymore. I really don't. Um, and I see that as a very dangerous possibility, quite frankly. The last story I wanted to talk about here for just a couple minutes is what's going on with this Wagner group in Russia. Now, this one you may not have heard about. Um, I'm sure I know the American media is putting it out a little bit. They're like, the civil war in Russia. You know, this Wagner group leader, um, he basically uh, initiated an armed rebellion against Russia. And the story is that he's been bought out by the West. He turned on them. So, uh, could that be the case? What's the real truth in all this? I tend to believe that account, that it does appear that this guy turned a traitor and uh, has turned on his own country for whatever reason. Probably a scoundrel as well. Like I said, these people are not nice people. You know, I'm hearing some of the stories of the things that they're going on killing people. And you want to put it in very big, you know, we call it the conflict, the war. They're going out and killing people. Killing people. There's another little biblical element that we seem to skip over. Maybe the, the very reason why they don't want you to be biblically intelligent or intelligent in any way. Because you forget the value of life. Just going out and 
indiscriminately killing people. For what reason even? We don't know. What is the fight even? What is the heart of Well, it's about sovereignty and border. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Why are we involved? What good is it doing sending all these arms and munitions and the money wasted? I'll see. I, you know, I listen to Putin talk, um, and he looks to me to be a man desperate to save his country. Whether he's doing that properly, whether he's doing it well, whether he's uh, genuine, I, I really can't speak to it. I don't know. I really don't know. I look at the things that he says, and it all sounds good. Uh, but I just remember that he lied to everybody uh, about going in there. And I, I, you say, well, how's he supposed to pre-announce that he was going to go in? Yeah, I believe he should have. They were an overwhelming force. And I think there should have been a declaration. It could have sent it to NATO and Ukraine. Immediately, you know, stop this and do this or we will take action. And, and uh, you know, whether you give a date, you know, no further notice will be provided. Fair enough. But you should give a, a right to cure, you would call that in legal terms. So I, I don't trust Putin because of that. And he said, is that a big deal? Yeah, it kind of is a big deal. Kind of like a real big freaking deal in terms of, of morals and credibility. But, you know, he could be a scoundrel in, in some ways or resort to scoundrel things in desperation. Who knows? I really don't know. You know, people, you know, to label somebody evil in that regard, I, I'm not sure. Uh, but Putin as well uh, has, with little regard to life, engaged in also the act of killing people as needed. Pretty horrific when you break it all down. We're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. Demons and lies everywhere. You know how many children have been um, separated from their parents in Ukraine? It's a It's a tragedy. Of a, of, a, of a scale of the Holocaust. Not not true in the millions of, of uh, Jews that were killed as a result of the Holocaust. But still, grand scale children, people being killed, murdered in Ukraine, Russians and Ukrainians, and other nationalities for that matter. Why? Why no calls for peace? Was it uh, uh, JFK Jr.? He's got a nice speech on that. He says, how about, how about, a, how about a, a, war, a war on peace, a war for peace? I've been saying this since the beginning of this conflict. I've never seen it in my life. Nobody praying for peace. And we're like, no, we're arming them until the bitter end. We will fight until they all die. You know, never, this is bizarre to me. Bizarre to me. We are in a spiritual war. That's according to the CEO of Goya Foods. What did he say? What's happened in the last two years is a complete disaster. Longtime CEO of Goya Foods speaking about the dire moral state of America, saying that humanity is in a spiritual war and lamenting the state of the nation. He expressed his concerns about America's direction, explaining why he's so deeply concerned. He said that what's happened in the last two years is a complete disaster of an epic scale. We've lost all credibility in the world. Almost all of our institutions have become polluted. You, know, you look at the trouble in Russia, and thanks to the grace of God that China and, and Russia and North Korea and Iran can't get their act together 
or we'd be in really big trouble. Uh, you look at what's going on in Haiti. I mentioned this when we talk about you know, demons and lies. Go research the Haiti. You know, it's interesting how with the and, and here's a real sign of society for you. Okay, if you were to go out to a midwestern town that's mostly Christian, and you were to remove all government support, you know what you would likely find? You would find that community pulling together, working together, and doing what they needed to do to continue their mutual survival. I do believe that. Place like Charleston, South Carolina, places out in Iowa, Wisconsin, uh, the Amish community. I mean, they're already dis- disengaged from, from, the, from the power grid. They don't need it. They're like, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Not even a problem. They work together. They don't have a, a government system. Don't need it. You look at Haiti with the demons and the liars, and when their government imploded, it has descended into a a swamp of, of death and despair and destruction, mass violence, machete killings, horrific crimes going on, people that are barely recognizable as human beings, complete savages. Don't tell me there's not a role for Christianity that... Christ doesn't have a place in our lives. It's fool's gold to think that way. And it's fool's gold to think that these problems are going to work themselves out. It's really true. I'm deeply, deeply concerned, I must tell you. I hope I'm wrong. I sometimes say to myself, Chris, are we overreacting? You know, we've been through bad times before. But the things I, I see, they're deeply troubling to me. And when I say pray and repent, I, I'm not like a big evangelical person. I'm not like some super church guy. I, I'm not. I'm really not. I, I consider myself to be the, the best faithful Christian that I can, kind of quietly for the most part. Um, I was involved in our church missions group years ago. It started a Christian football league, which carries on today. It was really a phenomenal story. Um, but I moved on from that, and you know, as, as these days, not being involved with the church, like I, you know, it's not like I go around and um, you know, trying to spread the gospel or um, you know, contribute to people's spiritual lives. Kind of mind my own business in that regard, and it's never been my goal to make this a spiritual podcast. I'm just telling you, uh, as an Anabaptist, rebaptized as an adult, having read and studied the Bible, I earned a. Uh, a seminary uh, certificate from Eastern Mennonite University. I, I've, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I've read a little bit, and I, I gained a basic understanding. And I'm telling you from what I know, these are scary times coming upon us. And, and the, one of the, the most important aspects that I am very convinced, looking at the history of Israel and everything that's recorded in the Bible, because it is historical and it is practical as well as, well as spiritual, and I look back at those, at some of those times, and I see this this pattern, and I see what's happening today, and and I say to you that the the path out has to begin with spiritual healing. It has to, and I know there's people, non-believers, atheists, whatever you want to say. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong, and history has proven it over and over again. I'm telling you, the best thing that we can do individually and collectively, is to pray and find Jesus, learn the Bible, and teach it to our children. I know. 
It's crazy to hear me say that, but I kid you not. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. Make it a great day.